we are officially recording unofficially we are this is a uh a platform run through live and on set you looking like a real podcaster dude you must be doing your hey, research i've been studying on the slide like watching uh, the Knuckleheads podcast and some of them former hoop stars just been Look watching them how your, they move. Doing your market research. Yeah. That's right. That is funny. Okay, so this is going to be like how we record. Um, and it was pretty easy for you to like log in and everything, right? Yeah, I didn't have any issues whatsoever. I um. I hooked everything up yesterday after I got the laptop bought. I hooked the mic up and I sent you a text about um, the webcam. I didn't realize you had to be hooked you know, up to on a certain else. platform in order for that to work. Yeah, I was like, so I, know, I just bought. That's why I, don't, I was like, I don't. That's why I don't even use Amazon because <laughs> this thing don't even work. Now I got to send it back, and I was not interested in. Sending it back or nothing like that. These janky cameras. No, I don't ever send anything back on Amazon. I um, I just say I'm not satisfied, and then they end up normally giving you a a, a credit and let you keep in it if it ain't that big of a product. See, that's yeah, that's a that's a tip for me in itself because I just got over my uh, Jeff Bezos boycott. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not giving him no more money. He got too much money. And he ain't even damn affiliated, really, with him no more. He's so far up. And he still figure out a way to make a profit off of you, whether you are buying from Amazon or not. You probably still yeah. got Amazon Music. Don't you have Amazon Music? Nah, see, I don't have... You got I'm Audible? Not, do I got Audible? I got Audible, but I don't use it yet. As See, much as I probably should. I'm still was, old school. I'm still trying to read my books. You was crossing the picket line and didn't even know. <laughs> That's what happens when you get to be in the older generation. It's okay. That's why you got that's why you got a cool cool daughter and Absolutely. Me. You got told, Mari and me. I was telling a certain person, uh when I bought all this stuff, I said, I don't know if I'm buying the right stuff. I was telling the dude at uh, Best Buy, I said, man, look, I just need a laptop. <laughs> He's like, well, what are, you, what are you using it for? I said, just some personal stuff. Me and my daughter thinking about doing a podcast. I said, I'm not a gamer or nothing like that. And I said, but I don't want no junk either. So, Right. Don't give me nothing. I'm going to bring back in two years. Talking right. about, oh, you need to buy an extended warranty. I was talking no, to him about good. the uh, purchasing a Geek Squad membership and all that stuff. I said, I'm not doing that. I'm a, uh, If I have any issues, I'll just reach out to my daughter. I looked at the directions on mine, and they said, you shouldn't point the mic at you like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Researcher. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> According to my research, right. yeah, no, my um, my audio professor in college used to get so like he would get irate if you if he saw you tilt this thing down. Uh-huh. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> Fix it. Put it up. I'm like, man, the sound quality is a little better though. You can. I know they say you ain't supposed to do it that way, but it worked better for me, and it looked better. I mean. I'm sure I mean, like, it's I'm some kind of science. Official. Yeah, but like, don't this sound better? 
It just sounds like you're closer. I wouldn't say it oh. sounds better. Okay. Side with the company. Why don't you? And, I, and I've been trying to, hey, and I try to keep mine like centered. Like, I, just, you know, just out of the picture, just, just a tip. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the apartment. I'm in the kitchen. Like, really? Yeah. That's uh, a nice setup. It looks like you're in a, like a townhome with like a slanted ceiling. Right. It's you got, look fancy. It's got a nice little, you know. Aesthetic. And I, if I had a, like a bar stool, it would be like perfect. But what are you sitting on right now? I'm standing up. <laughs> are you really? <laughs> Absolutely standing up. Oh, you are standing very still for somebody who is standing up. <laughs> um, I've been trying to play out in my head. Like, so I called uh, T-Mobile because they got that new mobile like hotspot thing that you for the home for mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. So I called them. Now in the uh promo it said, you know, it was fifty dollars a month with auto pay on a credit card. I'm like, cool, that ought to be simple enough. I call them, they want to do a damn hard pull on my credit. I said, I said uh, Am I, I buying said, a car or am I getting Wi-Fi? <laughs> and you know me, I'm poor I'm borderline you grumpy. Nobody. You said, wait a minute, my credit is locked. You can't check it. I said, I said I said, ma'am, I said, I'm not trying to change how y'all do y'all business or whatnot. I said, but I got a credit card right here. I said, and the, and the thing said, I don't pay. I got the card. I said, help me understand why you need to do a hard pull, a hard pull on my credit for me What's to get Wi Fi. And she was like, well, it's just what we do to see what best deal we can get you. I said, if I can't get the deal that you advertising with this card every month, I said, I'm, I'm going to have to pass. And the heifer put me on hold. And she came back and she said, well, we're trying to search the best option for you, Mrs. Nelson. Um, are you in, Are you getting ready to buy a house or a, a, are you getting ready to make a major purchase? I said, no. I said, that still I'm not going to authorize you to do a hard pull on my credit. Right. She said, what I look like having T-Mobile on my credit report. Yeah. I said, she said, uh, Hold one sec. Had me on hold for 25 minutes. Left me on hold. I said, you janky hell. Now, why did you wait that long? Because I was, if, that, we rained out that day. I wasn't doing shit. I was just laying was in, just, in the room. He was just like, mm-hmm. I was actually was, playing bricks and balls on my phone. You sound like your son-in-law. Goodness That's what gracious. I, you know what's funny? I hadn't been playing that. But when I came out there, me and Mari came out. I saw that he was playing it. I was like, damn, I love that game. And I re-downloaded it on this phone and I've been playing it since. Oh my God. Every time yeah. you you know, you think <laughs> women think they husbands be on the phone doing something they supposed to. I lean over this man is hitting bricks with balls. <laughs> yep. Talking about I can't, I ain't beat this level yet. <laughs> I, I cheated to get past this level. I said, how you cheat? had to watch an advertisement and get some extra calls. <laughs> I said, that's not cheating. That's just... That's just what you gotta do, man. Like, yeah, they. I was like, cheating would be changing the code. You are using the features that they have provided. Yeah, that cheating, is funny. Cheating is Googling how to get past levels such and such on Bricks and Balls. I, I and watching the YouTube video the step by step. It's funny because somebody asked me, it was like, how you... 
you you sure you won't do that? <laughs> it's like that's gonna require some a bit of vulnerability. And I said, I'm sure on certain conversations. I said, but my daughter's in, my daughter's in charge of the editing. If some if if we say something I don't like or she don't like, she gonna take care of it. I said, but the whole purpose of, for us doing this is to is to be open. Yeah, and having these candid conversations, these these more uncomfortable questions, you know, the more uncomfortable conversations. And like, kind of like I said, I think in the show notes that I shared, I was like, you know, this is like me and your world. Right. This is like me and you. This isn't like a family podcast. If family just so happens to listen, that's awesome. But it's like, Almost like what happens here stays here, but like in a podcast way, it's not like don't approach me on no, you said this, was you talking about me type stuff? Like this ain't no guessing game. Right. Cause <laughs> but if the if the shoe fits, where it, because I got some get off my chest <laughs> in the future. I got some good prompts that'll probably start with a what I had a disclaimer I was gonna put <laughs> at the beginning of some of them. Cause you know, just some people need a little warning about what you're about to talk about. Like some people are triggered by like certain aspects of conversation. So just having some sort of preface, like, you know, in this episode, we're going to talk about X, Y, Z might make you uncomfortable, but you were warned ahead of time. Well, you know, uh, I've been thinking about that stuff too. It's like, even though this is a safe space for us, if, if you choose to watch, it or listen to it. We're not responsible for how you receive the message. That's on you. If you have, there's something that trigger you. Cause there's some, there's probably going to be some stuff that trigger us as we talk about it. It's going to spark some emotion and, and make us feel a certain type of way. But that's, that's the beauty of it. Like, yeah, that's, that's, the that's I'm what builds great daddy daughter relationships in the first place is the vulnerability and the, and the like, ugh. The, the been, ickiness of it. <laughs> the, the I, I I reflect on. I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, I was trying to figure out like when did we get close? As... You and, and you and I, you and my life were we at odds with one another? Oh. And I can't. I couldn't come up with a time that we were at odds because we always managed to face whatever was going on with communication. And yeah. once we did that, it made everything easier. It, it, I, I'll never forget when we was talking about sex and you told me, daddy, it's hard for me to talk about this with you. And I looked at you and I said, you're my daughter. <laughs> I said, I'm your father. I said, it's just as hard for me to talk about this with you as it is for you to talk about me, talk about it with me. And I, it seems like every, ever since then, all of our conversations just seem to have happened. And that's so not crazy been... that that's a staple for you because I'm checking my mental library and I cannot remember that. Com- like, I'm sure we've had, like, I'm sure we have several conversations, but like, that seems like a key, like event, like a, like, were, were we at home? Were we in a truck? <laughs> we was at home. Um, was happened. this after I had probably gotten in trouble? Uh, Yeah. I think that's oh, like man. the conversation after you got in trouble is like, 
God damn it, like, just talk to us. Like, we've been telling you to come talk to us. (laughs) And you just, you you don't talk to us. I think I do remember that, though. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think back. I thought you were going to say to a time where we, like, that kind of, like, made us, like, because I would say, like, the relationship we have now, and I love how this has turned into, like, an episode and, Instead of production test and setting, I'm yeah. here for it. We don't need no production uh, test. We don't need we no know what we, we know what we doing. <laughs> <laughs> this dead daughter dish. <laughs> uh, so I was trying to figure out like what what got us to where we are now, like as father daughter relationship. Because I feel like we all, like you said, we've never really been at odds with each other. Like there have been times where. I've had words for you. You've had words for me. But like you said, we addressed it head on. But despite, th- like, through all of that, I still feel like what how close we were then is nothing compared to where we are now. And honestly, I think when when do you I'm a I'm a situation. When do you think we like clicked to where we are now? Like, what brought us here? And like, how long ago was it? Do you think? Because I mean, I guess this is is not a right or wrong answer. It's more perspective. Uh, as far as where we are today, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, 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 I think where we are today is a product of our progress over the years as father and daughter, mm-hmm. like. Starting from like, I just think about when I think about you, I think about the whole journey from the day you were born. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. From the day you were born, because, you know, I didn't get to cut no umbilical cord. I didn't get to do all of that because it was a lot of stuff going on when you came out. Like, I mean, your head was all fucked up. I mean, you me was, the, the, your, the cord was wrapped around your neck. I mean, your face yeah. was everything was, and then your mama, yeah, all all of that. The devil was, was trying to take me out. I hadn't even got in the world yet. <laughs> man, look, I never, I never forget it like that. And that's a bond for me. And I feel like okay, so I said all that, and then that night when you said. You just said it when you was in the the ICU as a newborn, and your mama couldn't come in there. I went, in, I came in there. They let me. I was scared. They let me come in there, and I was just in there looking at you. And I put my pinky there, and you grabbed my pinky, and you you was a newborn. So I don't know if it was a smile or not, but from where I was sitting, you smiled. And I saw that up that top lip, that lip. and that little piece between your gut. Go- I said, oh, my God. I said, <laughs> I said, you know what? God got this, baby. I said, I am not worried about no hole in no heart. I'm not worried about none of that stuff. I said, God got this, baby. And it, for me, from that point forward, I, I, there was something in me that said, you don't have to worry about it. You just be a father to this child. Just be mm-hmm. a father. And I'm not worried about you. I never worried about you until you left home to go to college. And the yeah, only reason yeah, I worried yeah. about you then was because I was, I felt like I was, man, I won't. Because we, we always pushed you 
to go out and don't get stuck in Southern Illinois. Nothing, no knock to Southern Illinois or anything like that. We just knew. Just explore your options. Explore the world. The world is bigger than. I I feel like you have more to offer the world than the world had to offer you. So that's Mm. what I was big on pushing you. I used to tell you that I was the wind between your, up under your wings, the wind beneath your wings to just fly. You fly. Don't worry about how you're going to make it happen. Daddy going to figure that shit out. You just and whatever we sure you want to do. You just decide that's what you want to do, and we'll figure out the rest later. And that's just kind of the approach that I've taken with you um, your entire life. Mm-hmm. And that that's, has, that's, that's helped me. I'm going to need an emotional content warning. You trying to trigger a nigga. Do what now? I say you trying to trigger a nigga. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got more. <laughs> I am so weak. No, that's funny that you say that. I mean, it's cool to hear from like your perspective. And it's- So what is it for you? Like when you think about where we are today, what what is it? So I feel like after Fari died, is when we got like to where we are now, as far as like our like vulnerability and communication and like just checking in with each other, not more so as and for podcast listeners, people unfamiliar, Fari is my father's dad. Hold um, on, he, hold on, hold on. He passed away. What? What? He he was in my dream asking me what a podcast was, and then he was like, "Oh." That's nice. <laughs> but I, he, he passed away from COVID in mm, what, yeah. 20, 20, 2021. Uh, yeah, very Dece- suddenly. Yeah, December 2nd. Yeah, December 2nd, 2021. Very all of a sudden. It just happened so fast, like over the span of two weeks, which I'm sure we'll get into oh, we gonna in another get into episode. That probably. I got a whole damn story. My, the whole storyline behind that is crazy. Is is amazing. Like yeah, and we gonna need a trigger because I'm gonna need some tissues. I mean, it don't. It ain't. It does not to try to, you know, one up anybody else's story about anything that took took place in their lives. But that that whole whirlwind of an event was for me. Traumatic. I mean, I can't. I can't imagine what it was for y- for y'all, for you as his grandbaby, one of his many grandbabies, and all the other grandbabies. But for me, as his, what he used to call his baby boy. Baby boy. <laughs> when I tell you that was life changing for me, God. And and it's funny that you say that after that because you know, up to that point, you have been urging me. Saying, Dad, you need to talk to somebody. And I kept putting mm-hmm. it off, saying I would, but, you know, just never really set forth, put that first step forward. And I think in, pretty sure in February, you had sent me that link. Mm-hmm. About the therapy the for black men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think in February is when we when I had my first session. Started out every week from mm-hmm. February to like probably July, I was yeah, going to therapy right. every week, and then we kicked it back to every other week, which is the schedule that I'm on now. But that has a lot to do with it because 
as with a lot of other things in my life before I started therapy, um, I didn't have, I wasn't equipped with the tools to communicate mm-hmm. properly, to feel properly, to know what I deserve out of life properly. And as you well know, it's led, it's led to a lot of changes in my Lots life. Lots of changes. Podcast of episodes coming up. We got some <laughs> topics to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I really feel like that's, like I when you said what brought us together, that definitely, totally, that whole journey led up to that one moment because I remember when when I found out he was sick, like when I found out how they had found him and everything, like, of course I was worried about him, yes, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, how's daddy? Like, I need to check on daddy. And I had to like release that like uh that fixer mentality that I like to have where I'm like, I need I need to figure out how to fix this. Like I don't know how, but I need to figure something out. And just like trying to be there to support you because I'm like, you lost both of your parents now. Like that's insane. And I don't know anybody close to me who has experienced that, but you, like, you know, as my father. So I really feel like that's from there. Like we me and you were checking on each other. You would be like, How are you doing today? And I would be like, I'm good. And you like, nah, but how are you really doing? And I'm like, I'm not good. And I miss my papa. And like, just being able to know that like, if I call you, I can sense if something isn't right. And knowing that we have that relationship to communicate that. Like, I, I don't think I've, I don't think you, I don't, I've never felt like you tried to like hide anything from me. Like if I was to ask you something, I feel like you would never tell me something that wasn't the truth. And so to have you be vulnerable and for me to ask you, like, how you doing? You holding up today? And for you to be like, yeah, today was pretty rough. Like I had, you know, it wasn't good. I cried this morning like that. Something about black men being vulnerable just gets that soft. Cause I'm like, look at, look at that therapy working, man. Ain't no shame in being emotional, man. And I'm like, look at my daddy. I'm like, oh my God, you are doing literally what I was like. I feel like a parent watching a child. I'm like, you're doing what I was doing. This <laughs> yeah. When you learn how to communicate, that's a weapon on a song because everybody don't know. It, it, and so to be able to explain how you're feeling in a way that isn't placing blame on anybody is simply just observing your emotions and knowing what's making you feel that way. That's a superpower. That's work. Everybody ain't got it. And it's, that's yeah, work. It's work. It's like that's digging work. for gold. And it's, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's constant and it's never mm. ending. Like Mm-mm. it's funny. Be, no, it's not funny, but it's, it's amazing to be able to like, I still got a lot of work to go, you know, to do yeah. to become the best version of myself. But I can I can literally look back a few years and see like some major steps that I've taken, you know, mm-hmm. in becoming a better me. Like it all started. Uh it actually started I did somewhat of a therapy thing with this with this the black fathers group, group right? No, it was a it was a men's group. It was called yeah. Better Men, I think. I remember something. you telling me about that. But then I was I was digging it, but then it got to a point for me, I felt as if they were getting to a point where they were just bashing women. 
because they was mm. on there talking about bitch and I think they were speaking in raw emotion. But, but at the same time, that's just properly. that's just not my style. I'm like, yeah. I want to do the work, but I don't want to do it like that. I don't want right. to get to a point where I'm borderline hating women and I'm looking at them with a stank eye until I figure what figure out what they're about. No, I love women. I got two daughters. Like, I don't want to be looking at them like that. But that's right. just how I, I took it, not anybody else. So I stopped doing that. $3,500 later. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that was probably a year and some months before I actually started doing the actual therapy with the link that you sent me. Mm-hmm. And I so I learned some stuff from that and I kept it, you know, because I got notes on it, on what I yeah. learned there. And I read, I read, read those and I go through my um, therapy session notes as well as my journal. I do journal for Got you a diary. Interested Ain't nothing wrong people with out it. there. It's a therapeutic thing that you you just you have to do it to understand. You can get you a journal and you can write some stuff down, whatever's in your head. Write it down. And it literally frees up space. It feels like it frees up space in your head <laughs> to give you room to take in more stuff. So it's this is it's amazing how this stuff works. Some people don't they don't understand it but if you do it you know so yeah, yeah it, the it's, work that you put in that I've put in that you've put in has a lot to do with where we are today yeah that's a beautiful thing too because it's okay. it's like it's a beautiful thing to like have that and be able to acknowledge that and it's I feel for like women and girls that I know who don't have those fatherly figures, either, you know, their dad is in their life, but they're not super active or they're just, you know, not a, they're not like, they don't have a father, a daddy daughter relationship. It's just like, oh, that's my dad. Or you have the people whose dads aren't there. And it's just like, man, if only more people were healing and working, like there are people out there who still think there's nothing wrong with them. And that's holding up so much progress. And it's like something being wrong doesn't mean that like you're a terrible person. And it doesn't have to be that something's wrong, just that you need to work on you. Like it's a constant build. We're constantly building. There is never going to be a point where I'm like, I am completely perfect from therapy I'm completely healed no more therapy no more nothing right perfect like you're always working and it just I I, that's one reason I'm so glad to have this podcast and to be starting this is because like we like knowing we genuinely have put in that work and we genuinely like have this connection and it's not something where I'm going to be like oh my god I love my dad like he right. funds my life and that's the only reason I love him <laughs> like it's like no you are there for me in like all aspects of life and that is like super awesome and I just I know that a lot of people do see our relationship because I do know a lot of people who have been like you know you and your dad had the coolest relationship ever since we uploaded that video uh, of us reacting to them puns on YouTube <laughs> All my followers and friends be like, your daddy funny. Like y'all could tell y'all close. And so I just to just want to spread that 
and just have people, whether you have your father figure in your life, whether you don't, you feel like you're missing something, just to have a little supplement. You know, we can't fill the void all the way, but just spreading that father-daughter love. And so I'm glad that we get to dish some daddy-daughter conversations. <laughs> you see, I plugged. I plugged. You saw the You saw the yeah, it's, it was it's, it wasn't smooth. I gotta work on it. But. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's it's where it needs to be for right now. It'll get yeah. smoother as you as you uh, continue to whip the cream, so to speak. Uh, that uh, is a new one. I have not heard that one. <laughs> I just made it up. That's what I do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like it's an old folklore idiot. <laughs> Shit! If it ain't, it's getting rid of me. We are whipping the cream. We're whipping the cream, smoothing things out. Hey, don't know nothing about cooking. Not a whole lot. Not whipping no you cream. Do, you do whip cream. But you, you do whip cream. cream. You do you whip it. You got. <laughs> hey, but the key to the key to it all for for me, and I'm sure it is for you, but the key is the love. Like, I'll I've expressed this to a, not many people, but a couple people in my life that there are only two people in my life that I, I have experienced unconditional love from. And that's one was Anne-Marie and the second person has been you. Like, it doesn't matter what has been going on in my life. If I was dead wrong on something, as my daughter, you have, when you got old enough, you you old enough to let me know, Dad, you're wrong. You didn't say it like that, but you would let me know that. Hey, man, what, what's going on? What, why? Well, key, bro. You causing a lot of people a lot of pain. That's a, like a direct quote right there. But, and I had, a, you know, it was never from a place of judgment. It was always from a place of love from you. And that's, that's huge. Like, mm-hmm. that's just huge for me. For me personally, because I'm a, you know, I'm a big dude, but I'm a big old softy, like big old teddy bear. Ain't scaring nobody. Ain't scaring nobody. You look, you look mean till you open your mouth and you see the gap in the smile. Hey man, how you doing? I be at work. They be like, uh, when I do get mad, I still be smiling. They be like, you don't never frown. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. I'm frowning right now. I'm frowning on the inside. Leave me the fuck alone. Like, <laughs> Ready to wring your neck. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, uh, but the love is the key. Like, you know, people toss that word around like it's a, a dirty whore, but <laughs> <laughs> love is, is the key. <laughs> Dude, man, you know I'm telling the truth. People just be talking about, I love this. Yeah, I no, no, no. It's, I mean, it's accurate. That's why it's funny because, so I People. thought you were going to say a buzzword or something. They throw it around like a buzzword. No, that's no, not what you're saying. No. It's all, okay, we're going to have to put the E next to our podcast. <laughs> the For, uh, oh, we're going to get one of them labels. No. <laughs> Not suited for no, we, viewers. We ain't getting no NWA sticker. <laughs> we ain't getting no uh no uh no nineties hip hop sticker. No, we're all good there. But yeah, no, that and that's 
it's actually an episode topic of mine, so I'm not gonna get too deep. But like, yeah, like yeah, you said, I'm not to get too deep in none of this. Yeah, stuff. just, just sprinkling a little bit of the. We giving them the appetizer right now. Little, getting a, a teaser out there. A little teaser. No, they they in Sam's Club getting the samples. Too big. Yeah, you would you like to try this Swedish meatball? Cause you're gonna come back. We got so, <laughs> no, no, no. It's all beef. It's a it's a hundred percent No, it's it's beef. And you read the ingredients and it say made with beef, pork, and chicken, and you say Oh no nah. hey, like them toast it's funny, them tostinos pieces all goddamn time. Like yeah. you know I'm, yeah. I'm kinda up here living the kinda living the bachelor life. So I'm you look for some stuff to put in the freezer. I see Tostinos, it say beef. Just as clear as day on the package. And, Majority uh, beef. <laughs> Jamel told me, he's like, bro, he said, man, you better look at that label a little closer. I'm like, man, it's say like beef. He said, man, look. And I looked at the made with beef, pork, and pork said, and chicken. I said, that's false advertising, man. Somebody need to say something. <laughs> well, here we got the platform. <laughs> we gonna add them. <laughs> We don't need to be eating that shit no way. You know, telling what, no. what kind of beef That's why I see. And pork and it's all the shit they don't use for the good stuff. They just throw it all together. Probably a damn hoof in an eyeball or some shit like that. <laughs> see, you done derailed me. I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh, oh, okay. We, we said Sam's we Club. Was, we was in Sam's Club giving we them samples. We was giving samples. Okay, yeah. So we the big beef franks that they sell at the Sam's Club, right? So you get a taste. And you're like, well, I want that at home. So I'm going to take it with me. So that being said, it's funny that you like said like how I would always check you, basically. Because I never saw it as me like checking you or like putting you in your place or like telling you that you're wrong you wasn't, it was like you wasn't doing none of those things you was just you acknowledging were, you were acknowledging you were not afraid to tell me it it wasn't i didn't feel like you were checking me mm-hmm. or telling me I, you was just not afraid to tell the truth mm-hmm. and that's the way that we tried to raise you is to tell the truth speak your mind be respectful but don't never withhold your truth. Always tell your truth. And you can only tell it from your perspective. And if, like I said earlier, you know, how I receive it is on me. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do with you. And that's what people in life need to, they need to wrap that around their psyche. Like if you yeah. haven't done that so far, uh, I, anybody listening or watching, how somebody can tell you anything it depends on how you take it and how you react to it, how it affects you. And that's solely on you. It has nothing to do with the person that told you whatever they told you. It's on you. Mm-hmm. It's so much Especially in our lives is on us that we try to put on to other people. On other people. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was supposed to say. Yeah. And it's like, you know, as long as the message is, the, cause you know, there are people who will just like, They'd be like, oh, I tell it like it is. That whole time they just being an asshole. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, you made somebody feel some type of way because you don't know how to deliver any sort of critique or criticism. And they'd be the same person mad when somebody tries to correct something they did. But as long as it's delivered properly, and that's something that I'm actively 
again, episode discussion I'm actively working on is not taking things personal and not letting what I think about the situation like taint my perception of that person. person. Because first of all, if they, if that person likes me and loves me enough to tell me something, you know, like that made me uncomfortable or X, Y, Z, that means that they respect our relationship in a way that they want to continue this relationship, Absolutely. but they don't want to, they don't want to be made to feel like that again, based off my actions. And it's taking some work. It, Absolutely. it, it cause it, it feels own, like a personal attack at you, when you're not you, for, you gotta yeah. own, you, you gotta take, it's called accountability. Like yeah. you have to be mindful of how you deal with other people. And as far as somebody, if somebody builds up the courage to yeah, come. because it takes a lot. Oh, my it God. Takes it makes you want to throw up. It, if they build up the courage to come to you in a, in a let's just say a, a reasonable way and bring something to your attention that you've done to them or they you've made them feel a certain way, that is, first of all, that's powerful for them. Yes. And if if you you have to separate yourself from your emotions and that's mm-hmm. hard to do a lot of times you have to stop and be like hold on a second. Yeah, think about who who you first of all who you talking to, what mm-hmm. that person means to you and what do you want your relationship with that person to be going forward. Like if you value that person, if you value their perspective, you have to take it you know as they give it to you, you can't dictate how they give you their message. No, it's their message. Or try and twist it to fit some yeah. sort of agenda. Like I knew that yeah, it was like about me. Right. Yeah. Like why make didn't it make you feel you. that way? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or try and flip. Well, remember that time you did X, Y, Z, and it's like, okay, wait, because you should have told me then if you felt that way. Don't bring it up now that I'm bringing something up. Don't do that. That's even yeah. my that will shift the conversation real quick. I'll just stop talking. But yeah, that's. And one of the things that you learn when you start putting in the work is that when you start doing those things, there are people in your life going to fall off or begin to fall off because Mm -hmm. they're not going to be receptive. They're going to say you changed and you're going to you will get to a point where you can stand up straight and be like, you know what? You got them right. (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah, You want me to stay the same? You want to be the old old man? You like the old man better? Because I can. What you want? I have changed. I'm, I have changed for the better for myself. I love me more. And this is not a thing about being selfish. This is th- this is about my health, my mm-hmm. mental health, my physical health, my spiritual health, health and health. If you ain't healthy, man, you can't proceed in life in, in a fashionable way because it's a lot of unhealthy people. We all are unhealthy in some shape or form, but some people are putting in work to do better and others are just, they're okay with the status quo. And, and if that's comfortable for them, then that's fine. But if I'm, if I'm working on me and I see things in a person that I don't like and I decide to move differently, then that's just what it is. I, I'm not you judging anybody. I'm not looking down my nose at anybody. I'm just going to allow, I've just gotten to a point where I'm allow people to be who they are in their space. Mm-hmm. Don't mean I'm allow them to be who they are in my space. If I got, if I have space for it, I might tolerate them for a little bit. For a little but, bit. 
at the end of the day, it's a lot of things that I I used to do in my life that I don't do anymore because I'm I look at myself as as being better than that. You know, you're a changed better. man. I'm, 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 Every day, I'm changing. You, had, Every day. you are the new and improved version. You are BJ 7.0. Yeah. 7.0. 47.0. <laughs> Each version better than the last, and I love it. That's right. I love it. Well, this is, we did good, Dad. Once I, you throw a couple commercials in there, man, we'll be up to. <laughs> man, we ain't at commercial yet. What? We gotta get the we gotta we get the, the listeners and the viewers on YouTube. We that's we, you know we gonna put this on YouTube. Did you know that? Did I tell uh-uh. you that? No, it's you didn't going tell on me YouTube. We're gonna no. have a YouTube channel. Um well we already do. I secured the handle. It's Daddy Daughter Dishes. Um I don't hey, know about so dope, man. I'm gonna be at work doing promos. <laughs> I'm like tonight's episode. <laughs> so dad, this completes our first episode how are you feeling how are you you look you first of all let me say you look great in front of the camera you're looking very spiffy looking very bachelor-esque yeah, uh, nah, well i tell you what i've been given some um self-care uh ideas and i've been moisturizing oh. my what you my skin what you been moisturizing with? Hold on now. You grown, but I can't tell you every damn little thing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, I need a haircut. I look like Fari. I was looking at myself in the you mirror. You do, but you look, I it look looks like nice. Right my hairline, I got a five head now. Hey, man. The people in the comments might be talking about your five head. You can't let it I get to you, all right? Because I got one, too. Yeah. No, CJ, I'm, CJ be joking me. He be like, you got your daddy hairline. I'll be like, hey. Oh, oh. <laughs> Not the Washington Commander fan got <laughs> hidden below the belt. Right, right in the gut. <sighs> but what was you saying? Sorry, I cut y'all. Um, what was I saying? You oh, yeah. Saying, I, 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 yeah, I've been feel. giving some personal self-care tips. So I've been moist, trying to moisturize my skin a little more. I look raggedy because I, I haven't shave my head or my beard because I'm going to see Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock on Monday. So I'm trying to make sure my stuff fresh when I go to the car. So they don't joke you. Yeah. Dave Chappelle don't say, hey man, I'll be down Your hairline all the way in the back of the crowd, Amy. I'll say, hey, hey, Dave, keep my motherfucking name (laughs) on your motherfucking (laughs) name. Keep my head out your mouth. <laughs> but that's good. But daddy, you didn't answer my question. What was the question? <laughs> How you we finished the first episode. How are you feeling? Hey man, look. I don't know this. I feel good. I feel mm-hmm. good. I'm excited. I am excited about this part uh embarking on this journey. Yet another journey with my oldest. My big girl, my big girl, my Winko. I'm excited, man. Like, yeah, it's so much to talk about. We got like, we got 24 plus 47, whatever that is, 71. We got some stuff to get off our chest. Uh, Years of 
combined experience in this thing called life that we can we gonna be able to discuss as you know twenty four of them as daddy daughter. But I mean, I can dig back when from before I was a daddy, you know, to bring some substance to this platform. We so, will yeah, definitely throw it back. <laughs> Talk about then, your golden like said, ages. If some, yeah, hell yeah, like man, I'm looking forward to maybe having a guest on. Yeah, talking about uh, basketball. Oh, Mari, me and Mari been working together to come up with a good segment. I'm so uh, excited. I'm excited about that part. We like, are going to bridge the generation gap. Because she is, that that girl, I love her. She cut from a different cloth. And that's something she, that I am actively, yeah. constantly working on uh, adjusting to. That's my baby. And, that, and ain't nothing wrong with that. No, We're going to have not. a whole episode Probably I have her on. She's gonna be in here having us crying and stuff. I know she's gonna, gonna have me toxic crying. and but I love y'all. We have a love hate relationship. <laughs> and dad, and you just ugh. We tight on a good day, but you know, y'all be getting on my nerves sometimes. Cause y'all see me as a kid and like I'm 15. <laughs> yeah, I can't. That's wait. your baby girl. That's my baby girl. Baby girl marmo. I have been working on trying not to call her that. Oh, I haven't. To help me deal with her as not a child. Cause I have I have real issues with that. Like when I see Mari, even though she is a developing young lady, all I see is this little kid that with I the used hat to hat on with the construction. With the hat hat on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's all I see is like when I that stretch of time when I was working four tens and on Fridays we used to go eat lunch. She didn't know. Mm-hmm. I remember one time Mari was on the motorcycle, on the back of the motorcycle. Boy, yeah. one was so mad. She was hot. And then we got the uh, fat ends over there. The people I used to work with, we used to go visit them. And the one lady, Katie, boy, she let me have it. She said, BJ Nelson, why you got that baby on? I said, look, that's my baby. It ain't gonna hurt her. She gonna be all right. And Mari was like a soldier, man. She was riding that bike. I said, I said, boy, boy, boy. But yeah, that's just some of the stuff. Lord, what's the statute of limitations on a child in danger? <laughs> I know, right? It's telling all my damn business. <laughs> hey, that's what we're here for at Daddy Daughter Dishes. <laughs> Okay, so I think we could coin this the first episode for real, for real. That's a, uh, yeah, you gonna do some fine yeah, I'm gonna tuning? Do some, I'm gonna do some fine tuning. Went, okay. We didn't expect it's January 19th. We didn't expect this to go like this because we was just supposed to be testing out the dead gum tech. Uh, aspect of things. Yeah, we was just doing a testing platform, and we see that's how you know we talk too much. <laughs> this is the perfect output for us. <laughs> Well, you know, well, you you know the, the listeners and viewers don't know, but I do plan on ending every episode with a dad joke. So, daddy, hey, I have you, you got a joke? I have a question for you. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? Why? In case they get a hole in one. Ah! <laughs> That's so corny, but it's funny. It is, but it's we laugh. We laugh. Hey, we 
laugh. That's all right. Listeners and viewers, if you like Daddy Daughter Dishes, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. If you want to see us and all our facial expressions and stuff, you can find us on YouTube. Just search Daddy Daughter Dishes. And we should pop up. We might not because SEO might not be that good yet. Hey, and I'm, I'm thanking y'all in advance. Yeah. And if you did, if you liked the first episode, if you feeling it, go go ahead and give us them five stars because we're going to keep coming. We're gonna Even keep if you didn't like it, say something because we've taken in the say haters something. and everybody else. Say we something. We don't. <laughs> so, yeah, say something. And we will see y'all in the next episode.